Oh, you're on. Hi. Hey, Bray. How do we, how do we, is that how we start the podcast? Yay. Good morning. Good afternoon, everybody. Good afternoon. And nobody. Hey, Cash. And nobody. And nobody. How you doing, Caleb? I'm well. How are you? Hey, Caleb. That's awesome to hear. Just doing my homework. Cash, just hang on, bro. All right, all right, guys. Can 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 Daddy? Are you gonna color? All right, thank you. Cash, can can you go to mommy? Go to my stuff. Go to mommy, okay. Thank you. Say say bye. Bye. Bye bye. (laughs) Great morning, everybody. Great, great. Morning, Caleb. How you doing, man? Um, I'm well, Coop. How are you? <laughs> I got I got rushed. Uh, they were like, "Oh, Daddy, are we are we going on the podcast today?" I was like, "We." I was like, "Oh, okay." Cat Cash is getting to that age, you know, where he's got to do everything, big sister. Um, I've been noticing. Yeah, so when he sees sister doing something, he's like, "Oh, what." What's that? And then before you know it, I got two people just hijacking the the podcast. It's all good though. Yeah. Maybe they'll help us get our ratings up. <laughs> <laughs> back on your uh back at it, I see. Oh I'm, I'm good. Guys, what's up? How how we do can we all right. So I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. Um that that life has taken over. Um so, Caleb, how you doing though? Let's de- zero complaints. Zero, zero complaints, man. Did y'all got a new whip? I saw a new vehicle. We're uh, we're looking at a new ve- a new uh, new ride for the the boss lady. A new ride for the boss lady. Yep. You know she uh she's getting ready to start that mom life so. Can't be rolling in the. Uh, we we got a. That was such a great car, man. She had that car for eight years, almost. It's almost eight years. What you? What are you guys going at or going with? Or what are you guys looking at? What's like the number one? <laughs> it, it's it's not what I would have thought we would have ended up with. Is what I'll say on the air. Really. That's interesting. I guess I never would have, never would have guessed that. I guess, but yeah, you know, first of all, no one likes shopping for cars. But if you're gonna go shop for a car, go read "Never Split the Difference." Uh, it'll help you out at the dealer because they like to act like they don't negotiate, but they do. Oh, I just, I just, I just walk in. What you mean? <laughs> First of all, um, I usually walk in there with knowing I can walk away. Yeah, that's a great advice. Like that's 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 how you got to start with. Like, if if I'm willing to walk away, then I'm good. I can go in and I'm not saying be a jerk, but like just give random numbers, you know, down to the. What did he say? You gotta go down to like an odd number. 
<laughs> yeah, odd numbers work well. Um, I also like uh, I like awkward silences. Really? Yeah, I think those go a long way. People don't like awkward silences. Yeah, people people hate um people hate awkward silences. You know what? I I I give the awkward silence and then I look straight into their soul and I don't Yeah. Yeah, eye contact. That's big. <laughs> a lot of people are uncomfortable with that. But but no, so we were we were looking at you know something a little something Something a little bigger, something up higher, something that wasn't going to break the bank. But it's it's such a tough time to buy a vehicle right now because of uh, the pandemic and the supply chain issues. That what we found is a lot of vehicles that we would have expected to be cheaper weren't really cheaper. Um, well, yeah, crazy. So, what would you say? I said it, it's crazy. the The car market is. It's it's wild right now. Crazy. Um, so one of the strategies we we use is we went for something um, not as sought after. In that uh, we actually bought a diesel SUV. Nice. And uh, saw it was diesel, but she didn't. Know I was going to do this. She's like, oh, what's that? And I actually used that with the car salesman. Um, because I know most people in the Twin Cities, they don't want to de- like what diesel? What's not knowing a lot of the benefits of having a diesel, right? Um only you, Caleb. Yeah, only, I, I, I'm from North you. Dakota Coop, not not Woodbury. It's, it's all it's all it's all good, bro. Only I said only you, dude. It's all good. Yeah, man, but diesel. just just trying to get stuff done around the house, you know. My wife's grandma just gave us literally anything you could possibly want if you were going to have a kid. So just just trying to get life organized, fix my knee, you know. Nothing big over here. What's up with you? I'm good, bro. Can't complain. Um, can't complain, man. Just over here, just uh. Chop, chopping away at our at our projects. Um, take care of the family. Um, yeah, man, a lot, a lot of a lot of red tape right now. That's all I got. To say. <laughs> it's all good. A lot of red tape. Um, just a lot, a lot of hoops having to jump through. But it's all good, man. It's all good, man. If it was easy, everybody would do it, right? So, yep. Um. No, can't complain. I know it's definitely making us grow as a as a team, as a unit, um, and as a family. You know, so um, it's 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 all it's all good, bro. I love it. I'll be lo- curious to talk to Bray in twenty years. Talk about what she remembers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be it, that would be really interesting. That'd be really interesting as she's here coloring, um, knocking things over. Uh, it's all good. You are ready to rock? Let's go, man. All right, Cooper, bring in our next guest. Good morning, everybody. On today's episode, uh, we have the 
owner of experienced barbers in the FM area, was born in Haiti and raised in Fargo. Former college wrestler at Concordia College in Moorhead and is also a assistant wrestling coach at Fargo North High. Ladies and gentlemen, Delson Santel. What's going on, guys? I love Delson that intro, Coop. What? What was that? <laughs> What'd you say, Caleb? I said I love that intro. Man, chill. It was yeah, it was man. all Delson, man. I didn't do anything. <laughs> De- no, Delson, pump, pump to have you on. Um, can you just tell our audience a little bit more about uh, who you are, uh, what you do, and why you do what you do? Definitely. Yeah. So you, you explained most of it, but uh, <laughs> so my name is Delson uh, Santel, and I was uh, like what Coop said. I was born in Haiti. Um, I came here when I was three years old, and um, we came straight to Fargo, Fargo, North Dakota. So I do believe that uh, we did live in Florida for maybe a week or so, but you know, for the most part, we came straight to Fargo. Um, and then, yeah, and then I uh, saw so a barber. Uh, I just became a massive barber back in January. I was actually in school, graduated graduated bar, uh, barber college back in January, and then became a massive barber um, late January, and then worked with TaylorMade. Um, that's in the South Fargo area for, for those who don't know. And then, um, just about a month ago, I opened up my own business. So, um, it's called experience barbers and, um, yeah, it's been fun, man. It's, uh, it's been crazy, it's, but it's been a fun month. How long does it take to become a master barber and how long did you work your first job before you wanted to start your own? Yeah. So it takes, uh, it's 1500 hours. Um, so that can be anywhere between nine and 10 months if you do a full time. Otherwise, do it part time. It's about a year, year and a half. Uh, sorry, year and a half, two years. Um, but yeah, you know, I, uh, I mean, honestly, the goal was to, you know, work, work by somebody, um, work for somebody for about a year or two, and then go on my own. But um, so I was working with Taylor Made, and then I worked about seven months underneath them, and then uh, they just checked the numbers and had a decent clientele, and they said I was uh, good to go on myself on my own. So. Hey. Yeah. So what <laughs> that's awesome. So what in your past Delson like made you want to pursue a career uh being a barber? Oh man, I've had a I've had a crazy career uh career path. Um so I graduated so I'll backtrack a little bit. Um I graduated college from Concordia College back in twenty fifteen and since then, man, I've probably been in <laughs> probably over five different like career um five different career paths um so i did everything from retail sales inside sales i did law enforcement for a little bit i did corrections nonprofit, and then finally became a barber um and it was, it was actually uh i probably would have kept on doing you know odd um odd jobs but um it was my uh it was my boss at uh the nonprofit that i was working at and she came up, she straight up told me, she was like, Hey, you know, I can tell that you're, you're just doing this for a paycheck and, <laughs> um, you know, you should follow your dreams. And she, and she, she always knew like, uh, I love coaching, right. I, I'm a, I've been coaching for seven years, um, as a wrestling coach and she just always knew that was my passion, but 
you know, she just sensed that, you know, I wasn't liking my job and she just told me run with it. So, um, and she told me to, uh, find a way so I can pursue, you know, being a, being a wrestling coach. And, uh, my, uh, my brother, who's uh who's a massive barber himself, he works at Skill Cuts, you know, I just saw the flexibility that he had and, um, I just thought it would be a great, you know, a great, great career path too to go down. And yeah, man, I've been loving it ever since. When you say, when you say brother, are you talking about Peter? No, no, my older brother, uh, my older brother, Daniel. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, Pete, I, I guess Pete, so Pete would have graduated. So he went to NDSU too. I'm not sure if you guys, uh, if you know Pete, but when he was on the football team, but, um, I think he was on the second championship team. Yeah. He walked on. I, yeah. yeah. Sneaky Pete. That's what we used to call him. Sneaks Pete, man. <laughs> His name's Papa Pete now, man. He has yeah. a bunch of little kids now, so that's hilarious. <laughs> He's For not sure. snake anymore. For <laughs> sure. So, so let's 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 talk a little bit about your uh, your wrestling career at uh, Concordia a little bit. Like, I guess what made you want to you know be a be a wrestler? I guess you know coming through high school and into college. Man, you know it's a. Uh... It's crazy. So actually, when I graduated from high school, uh, my goal was actually my path was to. Uh, so I went to Valley City to play football, and then I I realized like within a month, man, I I think I quit right before the first game. Um, it just wasn't just wasn't for me. Um, you know, I, I like I like the people there in the town, but at the end of the day, man, I didn't really see eye to eye with the coaches, and I just didn't really um, like the atmosphere over there. Um, crazy thing, I you know I did. I didn't really tell anybody that I quit football. And then my uh, head coach, my head high school coach, he reached out to me on Facebook and he was like, Hey, I heard you quit. I'm like what? <laughs> like I haven't told anybody. Right. Um, and he became, uh, he actually became the assistant um, wrestling coach at uh, Concordia the year before. So uh, yeah, man, he just told me to come by, do a, do a school visit and see if I liked it. And I went in for a practice, man. And I was like, you know what? It's still, you know, I could still kind of roll around. So um yeah, and then I just uh, I signed on the next year. So I spent a year at Valley City, and then I transferred over to uh, Concordia the following year. Nice, nice. We're now, <clears throat> through your, your college career as being um, a wrestler, um, you know, did you have any lessons that you learned that, you know, that you're now using to, uh, to start your business? Yeah. Um, you know, it's uh, – and this goes kind of goes. This kind of goes back uh, in high school. So I, I started wrestling my sophomore year. Sophomore year in high school, I got cut from the basketball team my sophomore year, man. So that kind of killed my dreams. Um, so I, uh, so my I started my sophomore year in high school, and then that whole year just got beat up, man. I think I was, I think I went like three and nine the whole year. I got thro- thrown on varsity just because I had a decent, um, decent time on JV. Anyways, junior year came back. I got fifth place, and then my senior year, I made it to the championships. But, um, you know, I just remember uh, the year before my junior year, I was told I was uh, basically working at the state tournament for wrestling, and I turned to a friend and I was like, uh, "You know, I'm gonna be here. This, you know, I'll be in the championships and the championship finals next year." And he's like, "There's no way. There's no way you're gonna do it." Um, and you know, it's. Ever since, man, ever since I was young, I just love proving people wrong, man. So the whole junior, the whole uh, summer going to my senior year, man, I just kept on working hard. And um, even though, I, you know, I wasn't sure exactly what I was doing, you know, I just found the help. And, um, 
which translates to what I'm doing right now. You know, it's even though I just opened up this barbershop, man. I mean, yeah, technique wise, I'm I'm there, but you know, and plus I'm still learning, obviously. But um, with the business side, man, it's just you just learn as you go, man, and you just find a way to get there. Um, I had great mentors throughout wrestling, and just uh, just like right now, man, I tailor made. I've had great partners and um, great mentors there to teach me how to do it, man. So it's been it's been great. Um, but yeah, basically just uh, really just tell yourself you can do it, man. That's that's how I've always done it, I guess. Coop, I'm I'm jumping backwards. Uh, when you said you've always loved proving people wrong, mm-hmm. can you describe where that came from? Gosh, um, I just always been, well, well I, I grew up with, uh, so I have three brothers, man, and my two little brothers, Sneaky Pete, um, <laughs> he was, uh, <laughs> man, he was, uh, he was really athletic, man. He, uh, he was all state, he was an all state, uh, running back his freshman year, man. So I'm two years older than him and, um, you know, it, it was kind of, it kind of stemmed a lot from, uh, my brothers, man. I mean, he was super competitive and. Once again, man, I can't let my little brother, you know, like, um, yep. you know, beat me and everything. So, um, yeah, it was just uh, just trying to be better, you know, just trying to be better. And obviously, Peter made fun of me all the time and saying I'm slow, this, this and that. And um, but no, no, it's just just growing up with my brothers, man, just finding, you know, finding a way to uh, always, uh, always beat them and always excel. So, mm. mm-hmm. OK, let's so let's fast forward now. Um, yeah. I'll let Coop. I'll let Coop sneak in if he wants to talk more about your coaching. Oh. But, but you end up, uh, you end up going to barber school. You yep. know, but, uh, you're you know seeing what your brother's doing. Um, you start your business or you're in school. Obviously, they're teaching you how to cut hair. Did mm-hmm. they? Were there any classes on how to run a barber business? No, not at all, man. Um, you know, they weren't really. Uh... And I'm not bashing the school or anything, but no, that wasn't really, that wasn't really in the curriculum. Um, it was mostly just learning, man. I mean, and, and honestly, just uh, going through barber school, man, it's, you know, you know, I thought it was going to be easier, but um, just really learning that technique and, you know, just lear- um, looking around at the the people that's been doing it for, for years, man. And it's just like, you're looking at their haircuts and you're looking at your haircuts and you're like, man, I suck, you know, and um, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of tough, man, but. Um, no, the whole time, you know, I was kind of just really trying to get, get the technique down. Um, I, I wasn't really thinking about the business at that part. Um, I knew like I, I wanted to start a business, but I was thinking more of like a year or two down the road after I'm like working with someone. So, um, and I, I think that's one thing they should implement a little bit more is, uh, the business side. Um, but you know, I really have to think, uh, the owners at Taylor made, man, they, uh, Brandon, Brandon LaFrance, if uh, you guys heard of him, but um, he really just took me under his wing, man, and just helped me out. Um, and I feel like that's the reason why I grew so fast. So would would you say, um, you know, starting, starting your business, um, would you say that, like, how was it starting it for you? Like starting, you know, was there any, was there any fear, uh, taking that leap oh of course i mean it's uh especially barbering man i mean if uh you don't have any clients you're making money so um you know i was under uh i was under tailor made and for the most part you know most of my clientele came from their uh referrals right they have uh, a google page and they were doing google business ads and 
Um, that's, you know, one of the ways we got customers coming in. And, you know, when they told me I was finally going on my own, I'm like, oh, oh geez, you know, I found, and I have to pay rent, right? So, um, yeah, no, there was definitely a fear, man. You know, there was a fear of just not having enough clientele and then having to eat ramen noodles for a while. And, um, yeah, yeah, no, it was, it was a little terrifying, but um, surprisingly, it's been going well, man. I mean, right when I, uh, I'm probably around the exact same, you know, about like money wise, what I've been making, you know, what I was making with TaylorMade, probably a little bit more. And um, I've just been doing a little bit of marketing and, you know, Facebook ads, uh, just opened up a Google business page and uh, it's been helping a lot. So how, so how did you, how did you deal with uh, the fear aspect? How did you overcome that? You just got to do it, man. I mean, it's, it's just do it or <laughs> don't eat. I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, just to be that simple. Um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, and to be honest, I'm not really big into like social media. And that, that's, that's one big, that's one big thing. Um, one big part of being, um, especially in the barber business, man. I mean, you gotta, it's not, you know, it's usually not the talented. It's just the, no, um, the known barber is usually the busiest barber, right? Yep. Um, it's really getting your name out there, man. And, um, you know, it's, it's kind of funny. I was looking at pictures the other day of when I first started at barber school, man, it's just like, geez, like my, I had some jacked up haircuts, but I appreciate all, <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate all my friends, man. I stuck with me and, um, that helped me out on this way, man. So it was just, you know, it's a journey. It's a journey. Um, and, uh, you know, I just feel like it's, uh, it's been a little easier, especially when you have a mentor on your side and, like what I said, man, it's, uh, if I haven't, you know, if I didn't get this help, I, I think I'll be struggling a little bit, but if you have the right people on your side, man, it definitely makes it easier on you. Mm, love when, it. you when you started out, mm-hmm. did you set goals? Do you set goals now? How did you hold yourself accountable? Definitely. So, um, you know, I, I see, uh, so, so once again, my, my older brother, he's been a barber for about five, six years and, I just see, uh, and then I, um, and then I also look at Brandon. I also look at Will, um, Will over at Skill Cuts. He's been a great mentor too. And, um, I just see that they, uh, they spend a lot of time behind the chair, man. And, um, you know, yeah, you know, I, and obviously they love, they love cutting, but, um, for myself, man, I just see more of, uh, using, using this barbershop, using my business more of a stepping stone and becoming more of an entrepreneur. So, um, I've been talking with a couple of friends and, um, we want to open up uh, a business here next year. Or so, um, my goal is just kind of just use my, use this business and just continue, um, continue to build, man. See if there's any other businesses or other business avenues I can get into. Mm. Mm-hmm. Does that relate to a larger life goal or life plan? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just going back just going back to where I, I was telling you, um, it's always had that mentality, man, that I can, um, do better. My, you know, I've never, I guess ever since, uh, that little story that I told you about, you know, wrestling, um, in high school when I made it to the finals, man. And ever since I did that, I just feel like I can, I can do a lot more, man, if I actually push myself. So just seeing, just seeing where life takes me, man, you know, I, um, I remember back in college, man, I'm like, you know, it'd be really cool to have a business, you know, and I think that would be really tough. And then here I am, you know, and everything's just been going a little bit too fast, but, you know, I just want to see if I can go out there, you know, I have two or three, 
just to uh just say you know just say i did it so now obviously uh i still want to be working for the rest of my life so right that's not a thing too and the reason I ask these questions, I'm sorry for putting you on the spot, but no, no, it's okay. Any any question? A lot of these questions, like Coop and I, we run this podcast selfishly, right? Like, yep, we want to, like, oh, what's he doing? That's awesome. Like, how 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 can I relate or benefit? And man, I struggle with the goal setting side of things, but um, so I'm always like, what's someone else doing? And and Coop is actually setting goals right now. If you do, if you know Coop, so. Yep. Uh, it's it's just interesting to hear the, the, the yin and the yang. I don't know if that was a joke or if you were trying to go somewhere with that. It's just a little I, low key, you know. Okay, like, I'm starting to fake, I'm starting to set you up. Had a fake laugh there for a second. No, so. I'm trying to set you up. <laughs> okay. No, I'm trying to set you up. That's funny. That's funny. Um, so, go ahead. No, what were you what were you gonna say, Dustin? Oh no, it's fine. It's fine. Go ahead, man. Caleb. Are you done? Uh, yeah, I was passing you the ball. Passing okay. you the rock. No, sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> um, so, Delson, was there, <clears throat> like, any, ne- like, negativity uh, towards you, you know, for going the route of being a barber? Oh, yeah. That's a great question, man. Great question. Yeah, I uh... – so, I remember telling one of my friends, I was like, yeah – so let me backtrack real quick. Is that fine? I just want to. Yeah, please. Yeah. Yep. So, <laughs> so I, I told you guys that uh, one of my bosses told me to uh, pursue, you know, find a way to uh, pursue coaching. Right. So, so here's, so here's what happened, man. Um, it's crazy. But uh, one day, so this, the, actually this day, I remember this. Uh, it was the day that Kobe died. Um uh, it was the day that uh, my boss sent me a message and I had work the next day and she's like, Hey, can you come to work a little early? Um, and that's all she said, man. So I'm like, Oh geez, you know, I, <laughs> I might get fired for whatever reason, you know? And right. uh, that's never a good, it's never a good text. You know, kind of, it's like a, it's a cliffhanger, right? It's like, Hey, we need, we need to meet up tomorrow. So um, I met up with her that following day. And then um, she sat me down, you know, she just, acted all normal for a while and then she's like all right we're doing an exercise i'm like all right what's going on here and then uh she's called she said uh we're doing this uh exercise it's called a dash worksheet worksheet um basically what it is she told me write down the year that i was born which was 1993 um and then told me write a dash and then she told me leave the right side of the dash blank just because i'm still living um and then she said the dash um that symbolizes everything that um, you're doing right now in your life and then she said to uh, name three things that makes you get up in the morning, like three things that you're passionate about. And then I wrote like three things. I think it was like, you know, being a great leader, uh, helping, you know, helping our, uh, helping the kids get to, uh, to achieve the goals. And I forgot the third one. And then she was like, she's like, yeah, Delson. she's like, those three goals that you wrote down, man, it has nothing to do with uh, what you're doing right now. And I'm like, Jeez. So <laughs> at that moment, I'm like, okay, like what's going on here? Is she trying to fire me or uh, this is the most polite way I've ever been fired before? And it, once again, I've only been fired once, but that was way back at uh, at Wendy's, man, uh, when, was, uh, when I was in high school. But just, but anyways, you know, she, uh, that's a different story. But uh, anyway, she, <laughs> she told me, she was like, yeah, so 
everything they wrote down that has nothing to do with your with what you're doing and um you know at that point i was kind of confused i was like you know and i straight up asked her i was like are you trying to fire me right now and she told me that uh you know she just saw that i'm just working for you know i'm just working for the paycheck and that i don't really have you know and i don't see the or you know my vision and her vision is not aligned and um she actually told me to uh read this book um it's called the uh, seven mindsets to live the ultimate life and then she's like i'll give you a couple of days and if you still want to work here just let me know otherwise she's like just go for uh go for your dreams to be a coach and at that point man i'm like what is going on man i was like i basically in my mind i'm like okay i think i just got fired she told me go read this book um i don't want to read this book i don't know what's going on here and then uh I remember that day, man, you know, so I left and I remember just driving around. I'm like, what is going on? You know, it's, that was kind of strange. And I don't know if she meant it. Like if she was trying to help me or if she was trying to get rid of me. So, you know, just ask myself all these questions. Um, anyways, basically what happened was, you know, I, uh, I think I came back for two more days to work. And then after that third day, you know, I was like, I'll put in my two weeks, you know, I'll, you know, I'll take your advice and see if I can find, you know, if I can make coaching, um this coaching dream you know uh, a possibility so i did that man and uh now kind of going back to your uh to your question i remember just uh still thinking you know I, I had no idea what to do at this time um and um once again i saw like how flexible it was with my brother so i called him up um so actually i called up another friend i was like hey listen i think i might become a barber he's like oh man he's like yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that, man. He's like, I don't think it'd be good. And then he was like, <laughs> oh, Thanks, bro. Oh, man. And then, you know, and I think you say kind of jokingly, but then he was like, did you do your research? I'm like, what, like, what kind of research do I have to do to become a barber, man? I'm like, like, I, you know, I feel like you'll give me a lot of flexibility within my time. It'll allow me to like be a coach. Uh, I don't see why I need to do all this research. And he's like, well, He's like, man, you, you still got to pay off your loans and from Concordia and all of that. And now you're taking out more loans. And so, yeah, man, it was a it was a little negative. But um, in my mind, man, it's like, why? Why should I do all this research when I can just. Uh, you know, I was like, you know, I, I, I seen how easy it was for my brother, you know, to do what he has to do um, besides barbering. So I'm just going to jump in and just go right to it. Man. Uh, whew. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I I, I love I love that because there's there's I always say there's there's two type of people when it comes to analyzing, right? Mm-hmm. You got the people that that need to do the research, right? To yep. to feel comfortable to to jump in it. They got to cross their eyes, dot their t's, and those yep. are usually the people that never do anything. <laughs> that, right. Those are usually people that like analysis by paralysis, right? And then you got the other people. Delson like yourself um I'm like that Caleb sometimes can be like that too is like okay I got I got a feeling about this I feel good about it I I it's gonna fit my vision on how I want my life to be so what I why do I need to do all this research like I see the people around me I see what they're doing I'm just gonna go do it right and like I love and no disrespect to the analysis by paralysis people because there is a place for them so for sure. I don't want no for one sure. taking anything but like 
the movers and the shakers are the ones that just go and do it, right? And um, I, I, yeah, I, I love that. I love, I love that that story, man. That's that's awesome. Yeah, man. Um, I don't know if you guys ever heard of. Uh, I think his name's Dan Pena or Pena. I'm not sure if I pronounce his last name correctly, but have you guys heard of him? Or oh, yeah, I'm aware. That's a, I, that's a salty little guy. Oh man, he's crazy. Hey, Coop, you got to listen to him, man. He's uh, <laughs> his mindset's kind of crazy, but okay. Um, he talks about, uh, you know, the, you know, what you're saying is, uh, there's some people, man, that just, you know, and it's, it's fine, man, you know, we're, we're all different here, but there's some people where they just love like research and stuff. And, um, they read a lot of books, man, which I'm not saying, you know, you can't, but you know, if you love to read, you love to read, but you know, they're like, you know, they're reading like, uh, I don't know, man, if you want to start a business, how to, you know, open up a lemonade stand, man. And they're reading five, seven different books of how to open up a lemonade stand, right? <laughs> <laughs> There's that guy that just goes out there and goes do it, you know? Yeah. Um, and he yeah. talks about, like, reading too much can kind of lead to inactivity, man, or, you know, procrastination. And, you know, and it's kind of a – and then you're kind of psyching yourself out, man, because, you know, it. like what I said, man, um, on the business side right now, you know, I'm not really – I'm just learning as I go, right? I mean, if I would have done a lot of research, man, I probably would have psyched myself out and never done it, so – yeah um exactly yeah man you really uh you have to be a little cognizant man i mean yeah you can um you can read all your books man but at the same time man it just comes down to doing it yeah it just it just it just comes down to, to doing it and just knowing that you're not gonna know everything oh for sure and, and some things you, you like a book can only give you so much information when it yep. comes to starting a business right because I'm sure you I'm sure you know like as a business owner like no no two days are the same. No, not at all. You're and a book can't prepare you for that. It it can try and give you the mindset like different things like that, but it's never going to give you the hey, this is this is what you need to do like on Monday, Tuesday like mm-hmm. just got to do it and just be prepared, right? Um which is awesome. I got to I got to tie this all together. And hey, it's, Caleb, it's, I wasn't I, I wasn't taking a shot at you earlier. About I, I think you did. I think you did. <laughs> I, 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 got the, I got the thickest skin, fellas. <laughs> Coop, Coop's always throwing shade, the, and I deserve it. Delson, uh, this the conversation between me and Caleb like is every day. Like it's disrespect every day. So very, for sure, very That's disrespectful. But so the the common theme of the podcast has kind of been, you know, just do it, which happens mm-hmm. to be the slogan of a multi-billion dollar company, Nike. Yep. Which, and then this is the funny part. If we want to go back to books, um, if you've ever read shoe dog by Phil Knight, which is yep. his uh, biography on you know, Nike. Uh, when he talks about coming up with that slogan in that book, um, Super, I mean, the whole book's great, right? But 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 a great segment of that book goes into, you know, this guy never really had a plan, you know, and it's not like he wasn't educated and didn't, you know, try to have, he just, he just did it, right? So mm-hmm. I, I commend you for that. And then um, a teaser question I asked back is, you know, you've been in business for a while. If you can go back and start over, what's one thing you would do different? Be more humble, man. Um, you know, like you get to a point where you feel like you know everything, but at the end of the day, man, you know I mean, <laughs> you're just starting out, man. So, you know, find one of the the old heads they call, man, and see, see, you know, just keep picking their brain, man. Because uh, 
you know, I got to a point where I started getting a little cocky, right? I'm like, I'm, you know, my, my technique's decent and stuff. And I'm, I'm kind of understanding this business part, man, but just keep on asking questions, man. I think that's what's been helping me out a lot is um, knowing where to go uh, so I can get those answers or those questions answered. And mm. you, you talked about mentors and you, you said you've had a lot of great mentors. Uh, can you, can you just talk a little bit about just what that has meant to you, um, in have in having mentors as, as you started your business? Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, going back to Dan, uh, Pena or Pino, whatever his last name is, but, uh, I think he said something along the lines of, uh, if you think life, life is a journey, you're an idiot. Right. And he, he actually, he didn't use the word idiot. It was a harsher word, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> still want to be canceled this year. Um, but, uh, um, going back to that, man, you know, it's, yeah, this, this whole, this whole journey could be a little tough. Right. I mean, if I, if I didn't have the right people there, but, um, you know, just find whatever it is, man, whatever goal or you have in life, man, just find someone that's already been there. And then just ask them questions. I mean, they'll they'll help you um, if you're willing to learn, right? And that way you don't have to go through all those headaches and those obstacles, right? They can help you and um, help you save time, right? I mean, if I did, if I would have been a little bit more cockier, man, and thought I could do do this on my own, I mean, the technique and the business thing probably would have took me a year or two down the road, if that, right, to get all to get all this done. But um, just finding a great mentor, man, and helping them help you love it love it kit um earlier uh in the podcast you talked about you had some some jobs in um sales Mm -hmm. um and we we believe you know caleb and i believe that you're, you're always doing some type of selling like every day in your life right you're always having to sell yourself Mm -hmm. um have you since you've been in business and you started your business have you had to do anything like that like you know sell yourself to to the community to come in and get a haircut from you of course man i mean i do that every single day um i believe man you can find any guy off the street man teach him how to cut i mean it's not um it is hard, but it, it really isn't. And what I mean by that, I mean, you see good barbers and bad hairstylists or whatever it is all the time, you know. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, man, you just have to sell yourself. You have to create those relationships, man. Um, and that's where I came up with the name Experienced Barbers is um, it's all about the, the whole process, man, during the haircut and leaving that impression on that customer. Right. And so I'm just selling myself every day, man. Every time somebody uh, sits down in my chair, I have to sell them, keep coming to have uh, to have them to keep coming back, you know? And, um, you know, sometimes, you know, some, Hey, some people love, some people love great haircuts. Right. Um, some people just love just talking to somebody, um, whatever it might be, man, just find, find out, you know, what they love and, um, find a way to keep, keep having them come back. So, um, yeah, that's that's basically what it is, man. Just uh, I mean, <laughs> especially in the barber, especially in the barber role, man. You have to sell yourself every day. Love it, love it. Um, speaking of the name, so how how so how did you come up with just the X experience? 
just want to be a little different, man. You know, I <laughs> I thought of scissors right away when I, mm. <laughs> and I was oh, like, okay, okay. I like that'll that. be okay. You know, I mean, you used to see, uh, you used to see, uh, uh, what's the word? Oh my gosh, I'm blanking out right now, man. Um, the shaver, the shaver thing. You know what I'm talking about? Usually, you used to see that, um, and then people kind of flip it, flip it, uh, flip it over and use it as an X. Um, so I just, uh, I just, I could use, use scissors instead and um, create that. It was, oh no, it was just kind of random, and I just thought about it. And nothing. No, nothing. I, yeah, it's all good. I, I love it. I, I love it. I, I always ask, like, how'd you come up with your with your business name? So that's cool, cool, yeah, cool. I, yeah, the word experience. I just I just kept hearing that word all throughout uh, Barber College, so that's the reason why I kind of went with it. And they just kept saying that um, barbering's, you know, it's more of an experience, you know. And could be one of those awesome uh, Google pay per click ads later, you know. Oh, you never like know, Experienced barbers. I mean, that could easily be someone, something someone's uh, trying to type in. For um, sure. For sure. Uh, Dustin, you mentioned other businesses. And if you just had to like pick one out of your brain real quick, what's another business you think you're going to be invested in someday? Someday, man. Um, well, I'm not sure if I should be talking about this. I haven't talked. <laughs> um, <laughs> if it, if you can share, <laughs> if I can share, yeah. Um, you can always say no. Like, if you don't feel comfortable, it's all good. I think I, think I might have to plead the fifth. Um, all right. No. All right. No. Um, <laughs> No, no, but uh, <clears throat> I probably won't go go into uh, too much detail with um, with exactly what I'm gonna do here next. I haven't talked to my other other business partners, but um, I do have a goal though to uh, kind of use the name Experience and then just kind of branch it out. Uh, mm. The Experience Barbers, and then it'll be Experience this, and then Experience that, and then um, so on and so forth. But but basically, you know, just to I think it's fine if I just say a little bit, but um, more of an, uh, an event center. I'm thinking. Mm. Yep. Nice. I like I like the idea yeah. with the name and the branching, and I like that. Just be a little different, you know. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. For sure. D- Delson, is there anything you would tell your younger self, your 18 year old self? Oh man. Jeez. Uh, don't be afraid to uh, fail in life, man. Um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of cheesy, but it's true. I mean, it's especially during that time, man, I had so I went down so many career paths and I thought that, you know, I was failing in life just because, you know, I graduated from Concordia College, uh, prestige uh, college around here. I'm like, you know, I should easily be able to get a job anywhere I want. And I found out real quick, man, that doesn't mean nothing. So, um and, you know, I just kept on thinking that, you know, just because I haven't found what I want in life, man, I was failing. But no, man, it was all part of the process, I would say. And, you know, the sales, uh, nonprofit, the law enforcement, all that, man, it just got me to where I'm at right now. And I can use a little bit of that, a um, little bit of everything I've learned today, man. So, yeah, just don't be scared to fail, man. Um, fail forward, they say. So, Fail forward. Mm-hmm. Great advice. Love it. That was awesome. That was awesome. Uh, Delson, t- uh, Caleb, you got anything? Um, let's just add one more little sneak bonus in. Uh, 
Hit me, man. Go ahead. Self-development. You know, you're watching Dan Pena, you know, other videos that you, I'm sure, a little bit of reading, but could you sum up um, what you're currently due to doing outside of, you know, career stuff to be the best version of you? Yeah, man. Um, so besides like motivational videos and whatnot and um, reading a little bit from here to there, um, basically what I've been doing lately is just uh, always doing the harder route. And what I mean by that is um, whatever decision I have to make, man, I always go with the harder one. Um, to me, it's just, you know, life becomes a little easier, man, when um, you decide to go that harder route. Whereas if you decide to go easy and then once things get too tough, man, you break down, right? Um, and then right now, man, I'm just trying to get myself to always try and do the the, hard, the hardest thing, man, or, you know, try to try and, try and do things that I don't have to do but it creates discipline and whatnot. Um, for instance, uh, I just randomly joined CrossFit, man, a few months ago, and you don't have to do it, right? I don't have to mm-hmm. be healthy, but, um, you know, and I could just went to a gym and just lift on my own, man, and never done, never do cardio. I always skip that, never do legs, but. So the um, birds. <laughs> it is, man. I hate legs. <laughs> legs, by the way. But, uh, um, yeah, you know, I just decided to uh, do CrossFit, man. I knew it was a little hard, but, you know, just push myself and create the discipline. So, so always go with the, uh, always go with the tougher, mm. with the tougher route. That's what I would say. Love it. Great advice. Is that a first scoop? Do the hard route? Yeah. I don't know if I've anyone sure. had say that specifically for that. For sure. That's definitely a first for sure. Yeah, I don't know, man. I heard it somewhere, and it just kind of made sense to me. So, you know, it's so – well, uh, go ahead. Well, it's like, you know, I, I always relate it to um, wh- whatever you achieve or whatever you go after in life, right? Like, you can either – when it comes to thinking, right? Like, you can either think big or you can think small. It still requires the same amount of effort to – For sure. Right? Like, or – you know, you, you can choose to live a certain life, you know, above your means, or you can live a life below your means. They're both going to be hard. Choose your heart. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but always going for the, the harder route you said, like will always produce the more, the more, the more, the better fruit, right. The more gratifying uh, reward. So definitely. So, yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, you just see, a lot of millionaires, billionaires, man. It's like, don't have to work, man, you know, but they still find, um, they still find a way to, you know, get up in the morning and, you know, do those tough things that they don't have to, right? I mean, they, you know, they don't have to worry about money anymore. So it's like, they don't have to do anything, right? But exactly. still find a way. For sure. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. Oh, this, this was a great episode, Delson. Thank you for your, uh, for your time, man. I really appreciate it. Of course. Um, is there, is there, um, where can our audience look you up if they want to come get a haircut? Like where can they, where can they go? Definitely. So uh, you guys can go to my website, which is experienced barbers. So once again, it's experienced without an E barbers.com. Um, and then we're located in South Fargo um, inside Taylor made barber studio. So yeah. Um, otherwise Google me. <laughs> Google me. <laughs> <laughs> It's been a couple episodes, Caleb. We haven't heard the Google me in a while. I love that. 
not trying to be cocky or anything. Just Google me and uh, <laughs> love it. You guys can find my social media and all that. So um, I'm on it. I'm yeah. on it. I love okay. it. I think he's he's the fourth one, Caleb. I think it's hey. been a, it's been a long time since we heard Google me. That's it. Always <laughs> makes me smile, man. That's funny. I love it. I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, guys. Hey, I appreciate you guys for having me, man. It was fun. Yeah. Thanks, Delson. Definitely. Of course. Bye. Bye. Yep. Another great episode. Dude, what is going on over there? It's like the worst timing in the world to take a sneeze, Coop. Bro, what? I couldn't hold it. Episode 80. Episode 80. Man, you... How you you good over there? We're not going to have no more sneezes? No, I just... I just sort of, you know, quick little clear the nose from all that heat. A lot of heat going on. I love it. What a what a save. What <laughs> what a save. Uh Delson Santel. Awesome. awesome it, it's awesome. a dose of a dose of uh I guess bluntness. That's always good. Refreshing. Yeah. You know? for sure. Figure it out. Just do it. Yeah. Kind of that classy advice that you just you need to hear. Yeah. I mean, you got any points or is that already points, bro? Um, you know, you know me. I like to start high level and then I let you break it down X, Y, Z. And then I might add my two cents in again. <laughs> All right, man. Start it off, bro. Start off with, with the high yeah, level. Dude. Yeah, I just did. <laughs> Oh man. Anyways, uh <clears throat> thanks for the high level. Appreciate it. Um yeah, so again the fear. I'm gonna just touch on the fear real quick. Uh, I mean what'd he say? You just do it or you don't eat. Um Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, there there's a and Eric Thomas had like one of my favorite Eric Thomas videos, he was talking about um you know, he went to Dubai. He like was in this this Apple store, I think, and like the first the first two people he met couldn't help him couldn't help him, um, and then he met this third dude that had a suit. He you know came from the back, um, helped Eric out, and then he, the dude helped like three other people and spoke like three other languages with these people, and uh, he was ba- he ba- you no know, because Eric then pulled him aside and was just like, hey, how do you how do you know all these English Eng- all these different languages? And the guy just said that that's that's how we eat. Is you like you have to know how mm. to, have to know these languages, or you won't mm. here. Um, and like it's it's powerful. It's easy, but it's like it's easy advice, but it's hard to do. You know, and I think people over yeah, that's a over, great yeah. They overthink it and overanalyze it, right? And like Delson said it perfectly, like. Re- like research what research like i'm i'm just gonna go do it like you know like yeah i could probably look into it but i see my brother's doing it like how hard can it be you know and right and and i i'm not saying that that's mentality everybody should you can't have. always have that you can't always have that either but i i love people that have that mentality though because those are the people that are going to be far along 
in their journey than those that have to analyze every single thing. You've heard me say you got to either be sharpening the axe or using the axe. Exactly. You can't, you can't only do one, right? Exactly. It's, a, it's a season seasonal thing. Exactly. That was kind of a high-level view too, Coop. What do you mean? What you said. What did I say? You know, your little monologue there. That was high level. That was good. Oh. You know, kind of thousand foot view. Yeah, just just do it, man. Um, And, you know, he, t- he talked about mentors. Um, Again, like, you know, he said to find those that are doing what you want to do and, and just ask them questions. Right. Again, so easy, but so hard. And I think people just make it hard, right? Because... I mean, how many people know of people in their town that are on that level, but they're too shy or they think that <clears throat> uh, they won't have time for me. Too cool. Too cool. And it's like, well, you haven't you haven't like met them yet. Right. 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 You are you just going by what you like, what you think you see and how you're interpreting it? Or have you talked to them personally? Putting your own limits on people. Yeah. Exactly. And so, you know, I mean you know caleb i mean we're 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 in rooms in different places because we literally just talk to people yep that's really like we just ask questions and you'll be surprised a lot of those mentor like people love the people that ask them questions they they want to be a mentor right they they want to help people get to that to that what's, level. what's the guy on tiktok and he's getting a little bit fake lately but he started out by asking people driving nice cars, like, hey, what do you do for a living? Right? Oh, it's a you... super cool car. What do you do for a living? Oh, yeah. He goes to the, to the, is it the mansions he's, he goes well, to? Yeah, well, he or started both? out with supercars. Now he yeah. kind of just, now, now he's branching out. And, and guess what? These high level people are like super excited to tell their story. Exactly. Like he, you, he, as for, if we're talking about the same dude, I've only seen We him. are. Yeah. yeah. He'll just, like, I see him going and like, at these houses like oh what are those guys if they got a nice car in the driver's like oh let's go talk and he'll knock and like yep every time they always tell them what they do like yep, it's not- this is what i did this is how i did it yep. check out my house you know, yeah this is why i work so it's it's cool no and a closed mouth is never fed gotcha gotcha i love it I love- okay last thing sorry last okay. thing well, Just- getting into the weeds go ahead cool i'm sorry but in his story you heard in the beginning that like he 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 went through a lot of jobs, a lot sure. of different jobs, and he talked about he would tell his eighteen year old self to fail forward or fail faster or don't be afraid of failing, right? And you heard him. He went to a college had he had a vision, and it wasn't that vision. And this is why it's so powerful to always just enjoy the journey. Like the destination is the destination. That's not going to change, but your journey is always changing. And so the more that people can understand that, hey, you, you got to be in love with the journey and the process. Um, it'll make life, I don't say easier, but it, you'll, you'll have less disappointment because you're mm-hmm. not, you're not attaching your destined. I guess you're not, att- you're not attaching the end goal to the process. You're just enjoying the process yep. along the way. You're not tying your outcomes to emotions. Correct. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, another great episode, to... Coop. Another great episode. Another phenomenal episode, episode 80. Um, please rate, subscribe, leave a review. Uh, please leave a review. 
Uh, please leave a review. Please make sure you subscribe. Uh, yeah. Um, I just want to say thanks, Caleb, for the beginning of the episode. Oh, my kids. It's chaos. Sorry. It's all good, man. All right, man. Appreciate my you. My life is chaos without kids, so Uh-oh. yes, the least yeah. I could do. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. See you next week, everybody. See you next week.